Hold on. Can I talk to my cousin really quick? Yeah. I haven't heard from her for a while. Hold Please. on one second. Cousin, I'm at a podcast right now. Oh, yeah. Bay vibes with a whole lot of laughs. Kicking knowledge on a new podcast. Dad vibes, but we run it with class. Listen up, show love, homie. It's the second half. Yeah, it's the second half. Hey, it's the second half. Kicking knowledge on a new podcast. Listen up, show love, homie. It's the second half. Year, what year I was born? Cause I'm year of the ox, so it's the oxen. You look that. Yeah, that's like seventy-seven. Seventy-three. Yeah. Dang, bro. I was born seventy-seven, man. Damn, young buck. No, I'm seventy-eight. I was thinking you were like seventy-seven, seventy-six. Oh shit! I was thinking you were like seventy-seven, seventy-six. That's what I told him. I was just telling him Tits was here last week. What are you? Okay, seventy-three. Oh shit! Year of the hip hop, baby. Like seventy-three. What day? Born. What, uh, Are we rolling? When's your birthday? He's recording by rail. When's your birthday? September 17th. Oh, so it just passed then. Yeah. Oh, happy, oh, happy belated, dude. Happy belated 50th, man. So Nas is 52. He's the 14th. He's the mm-hmm. same year as me. That's so crazy. funny story. We should get this on recording if you can. No, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on. recording. Funny story is when Elmatic came out, like, this was 94. Right? It's the same Nas story as Twitch. Nah, <laughs> 94. I went to art school. I just started Academy of Art, right? Getting on the underground, you know, the underground Muni. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Walking from, I live in South of Market, so walking t- up 9th Street, going all the way to Market from Harrison, you know, that's like quarter, more than a quarter of a mile. Taking the underground, I always had my headphones on, riding a skateboard, listening to Illmatic, like when he dropped that shit. So that album really like stuck to my head because, you know, I was on the Frisco grind. That's my environment, and I'm hearing his stories from New York. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just found out that he was my age. I'm like, damn, we kind of like shared the same kind of experience on both yeah. sides. While I was grinding on my art stuff, he was spitting those verses. So, man, shout out to Nas. He's the one that kind of like you know kept me going for some reason doing my stuff. And listen to his lyrics, you know what I'm saying? His yeah. story. And I'm like, damn. And I just realized that he was a Virgo too. September uh, September 73. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he your favorite uh, hip-hop artist? I mean, he's one of them. I mean, I, I say there's a lot of favorites. It's so, it's so hard to number them. But if I had to say, like, the most influential was Guru. You know what I'm saying? Like, going, growing up, Gangstar. Um, that really... Of course, Nas was with them, you know, up there. But Guru really like gave me knowledge, you know. Like Gangstar really gave me knowledge because um, he was talking about like what's going on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this ain't th- what you're listening to when you're listening to Gangstar. He ain't trying to make no radio hit, right? You know what I'm saying? This is like straight yeah. preaching through hope as beats so i was engulfed in that that beat in that that whole trance listening to this guy preach you know what i'm saying yeah so guru man rest in peace yeah peace, rest in peace man. seriously well that's plus he had that hypnotic voice too the right? monotone yeah the like, monotone thing, so though. he had a, he had a really different cadence too yes. yeah completely like his own cadence so when people always like talk about guru they they always look at me like, damn it, that's Al's favorite rapper. Like, like yeah, he definitely inspired me a lot. Not to mention all the other ones, KRS, but in the later years, you know, with my school and all that stuff, growing up in the South of Market area in the hood, those were the, the, the albums I was listening to, like Brand Nubian, like, you know what I'm saying, Gangstar, Nas, you know. I got on, like, West Coast later, you know. It was weird. It was, like, later. I, knew, I already knew about, like, QEMC and IMP and all that before listening to New York rap, you know, but it was always New York rap for me for some reason. Yeah. yeah. We were just like, talking about this, how, like, 
seems like West Coast kind of came on a little bit later, like later to the same. It, yeah, when later on, on the far right. side started coming on and like Freestyle Fellowship. Like when Freestyle Fellowship came, like I was really like, damn, this is, I know, I mean, I only found out Freestyle Fellowship later. Like I knew about Nas before Freestyle Fellowship and and I didn't know like back then Freestyle Fellowship was the reason why like Bone Thugs and Harmony got their style you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying because mm-hmm. there was a story that my boy told me that Easy wanted to sign um, Freestyle Fellowship under Ruthless that was what I heard you know and they were like you know that's not our direction so Freestyle Fellowship did their own thing mm. you know AC Alone Mike and Nine shout out to those dudes because yep. without those dudes those guys are man that's another type of hip hop you know yeah like musician style mm-hmm. jazz that's why like i was fond of like all that jazz stuff like guru jazz mataz all that stuff you know jazz that fly smooth stuff no mm-hmm. because living in the inner city i didn't want to listen to that all that hardcore shit anymore you know what i'm saying yeah i want to listen to some stuff that'll uplift myself you know what i'm saying right like, trying to make it out of the war zone you feel me like yeah, yeah, if you're listening yeah. to war zone music you're gonna be stuck in the war zone and your mind is gonna be exactly. on that mode all the time so thank god i escaped that <laughs> state you know what I'm thank you guru yeah. big up you know what i'm saying and Nas with the Nas, oh man Nas, he's a good friend of my boy javier too it's so funny one day you know what i'm saying one day we work on something big Virgo style, you know. There you go. Well, uh, let's kick this off. So, uh, welcome back to the second half. Um, this is your boy Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. To the right, I have. What's up, Sandino, aka Launchpad? You guys are so dramatic. And this is your boy Rye Boogie. Non dramatic. He said, "You got to so dramatic." It's your boy, right? <laughs> you got to drop it a little bit. You got some octave. bass in your voice. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to the second half. Welcome back, our listeners, and if you're just joining us, welcome to the second half. Today, we have a Bay Area native, primarily from San Francisco. He attended Academy of Art University and graduated in 1999. He's the CEO and founder of Ella Monkey, lived in hip-hop, grew up with hip-hop, did some street art and skateboarding, allowing him to make notable connections with people like Nick Diamond Terche, formerly of EMB and Bar- Embardero's Most Blunted. Embarcadero's Most Blunted. Oh, Embarcadero. My bad. Embarcadero's Most Blunted, who, of course, founded Diamond Supply Company. Also worked with Burner for Cookies SF. Has worked with Wiz Khalifa and designed logos for Khalifa Kush and Lemonade. And of course, on Ella Monkey's continued success, we have Al Fresco, aka Sketch. Welcome, 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 welcome. So, Al Fresco, aka Sketch, how did Sketch come to be? Sketch, um, that was my graffiti name given to me by my cousin Jams. Um, this, this, this guy used to hit up jams all over the city. Um, some old school graffiti artists would know, you know, he, he rolled with UB40. Um, oh, okay. I remember UB40. SF legends, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. all city basically. They part, I heard they went all state one time, but, um, yeah, legends in the Bay. This was like 1984, 85. I got my name probably when I was in seventh grade in 87. What? Yeah, he told me that he wanted me to write it because he liked the letters. He's all, damn, the S, the K, the E, the T, and the C, and the H, those are dope letters that you could have fun with, you so know? So 85, and it's it, it stuck he, all this he, time? He was hitting 85, and he gave it to me while I was in 87. Oh, okay. Yeah, 87. He said that there's other sketches around New York and L.A., but you're the sketch in Frisco. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I stuck with it, you know what I'm saying? Like... Just, just kept doing it. What, what was uh, what was that scene like uh, for you, kind of growing up in the eighties? Uh, kind of graffiti art, skateboarding culture, man. like man. This was, um, it was it was amazing because no phones, you know. Um, 
barely pagers. What do you call yeah. that? Uh, we we met up at certain spots without even calling people. Like people would just be there. You know what I'm saying? Show yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Like it was more. Uh, everybody was in tuned with things. You know what I'm saying? So like if somebody was to rock Adidas, like some other fools would be rocking Adidas with some sick sicker laces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. fools had windbreakers, sick ass um, track suits. Oh, this dude has different color ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when Nike tracksuits and Fila and Sergio Ticini and all that stuff, you know, it was all about those things in the 80s, late 80s. And um, guest jeans, you know, I love those whole, those uh, top and bottom suits. Mm-hmm. You remember those acid washed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guest jeans, I remember those. Um, Slicks, if you couldn't afford guests. Remember that? Slicks? <laughs> Fuck, I never even heard of Slicks, honestly. Slicks, bro. They had them at, um, what was that store? That, that store that sold the, sold the trench coats? What, uh, Kaplan's? No, 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 the other one. Uh, Step Ahead. Oh. Step ahead. Remember that? Yeah. Wait, Step Ahead. Yeah. yeah, so they had Slicks. Wait, was that in Ceremony? Or uh, was it Mission? They had one on Ocean and one in Mission. There was one on Mission, I remember. That's what Step Ahead. Yeah. They sold laces there. Laces and the and the trench coats. Yes, and, and puffies. Yeah, and puffies. Yup. Damn. Was that by Creative Music? I think it was near Creative. I went. Music. I went to the one mostly uh, the one on Ocean. Yeah, I, I was Creative saw, Music was, was on Ocean and Mission between. Yeah. You know where that karate kung fu spot is by the laundromat. Yeah, on the second floor, the right there. The island, right there. Yeah, yeah. So Creative Music was right across the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where they were at. Dude, that's old school. Right. So where in uh, SF did you primarily grow up? Um, I grew up in the south of Market area. Like, like Soma? Soma, yup. Mission, right? Like below Mission, Bryant and Harrison between 9th and 10th. Dude, speak to that. Because if you move to the Bay Area or San Francisco after 2020, uh-huh. your interpretation of Soma... Is different from yeah. Like, were, oh, were you man. born, you, were you born in the city or you moved to Soma? I was born in the Philippines. Okay, yeah. And then moved to Lakeview when I was six years old. Lakeview on Victoria Street. By the way, I like how he shouted out both the neighbor areas that you both grew up in. <laughs> Soma That's right. and Lakeview. <laughs> yeah. Lakeview, right? If you there. say the hate, then you got all three of us. But I don't think you're gonna go there. The Anyhow. hate. Um, I <laughs> learned the skateboarding around there. Yeah. That's right. There you go. That's where I got my weed at on hate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Back, fast forward a little bit. Ninety-two. This is where I got my weed at. Was on Hate the Panhandle right there on mm-hmm. either on uh, Fulton or uh, no, not Fulton, um, Masan, uh, or uh, even between Masonic Stanion, Stanion. and all there by uh, Schrader, mm-hmm. all around. <laughs> but Masonic and Schrader on Waller, all that, all those streets right there. So I used to be like sponsored by a skate shop, and I would get hella gear and skateboards from my friends because they're all like pro skaters. Mm-hmm. They're all sponsored, and I would trade like skateboards and wheels for like ounces and eighths of weed to the hippies down that wanted to skate you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. hippies were like yo i'll trade you this this fat ass eighth for this that backpack you know they're still on that barter system straight barter i would have a whole backpack with hella shirts wheels clothes and carrying a skateboard you know what i'm saying i would dude i would get out of there with like fuck dude almost a quarter of a pound yeah that's what's up, though. People, like, kids don't know that nowadays. Now it's like, can you Venmo me? I'm like, nah. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a full skateboard, though. <laughs> right? That's how I, like, got my dog, too. Because, like, back then, like, we didn't really have money, you know? 92 hours skating, just getting free stuff, skateboarding yeah. and shit. Um, selling it for, for money, you know, to go eat, you know? Right. So I was like, man, I want to give me a dog. I'm going to give me a dog, you know what I'm saying? I just want one because I always wanted a, a pit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to give me a pit bull, like a good one. So you bartered for your pit? So I got hella weed, right? And the guy that had the pits in Oakland, um, he wanted a zip for a pit. So I traded him a whole zip for a, the first pick of the litter. Yeah. So I picked a chocolate red nose, hazel eyes, four paws white. The, the, pit, the epitome of a pit bull, like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like color. So yeah. I got him. His name was Cassius. 
rest in peace. Very rest first peace, hit, rest. you know, traded, you know, bartered and got what During I wanted. During that time, everybody wanted a pit, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wanted, but they didn't know where to get it, you yeah. know? And back then, we were like fucking knuckleheads, like who had the baddest dog, you know? It was dumb. It was dumb. But, you know, society brings you up like that and you realize, mm. grow from that that yeah. dumb thing. So let, let's rewind did. a little bit. Yeah. What was the uh, graffiti and skateboard scene like during when you were coming up? Graffiti and skateboard. Um, a lot of skaters did graffiti. Yeah. Um, carrying backpacks. Um, spray paint. Excuse me. Spray paint. Um, what was lot. your weapon of choice? Marker or, or tan? Marker. Because yeah. paint would like be clattering in the back. And it would stink, you know? Yeah. I would, like, use a mean streak. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mean yeah. streak. So mean streak was well, my weapon of choice because it was super smooth and it smelled good, mm-hmm. you know? And what, now, where did you usually hit up? I, I, I the bus the or just... in the bus, oh, yeah. okay. Because when I used to live down south the market, I would catch the 27 Bryant to the mission because I went to school on Army Street in Folsom, St. Anthony's Middle School right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was below ICA. Presidio Park is right there. Is that still open? That's not open anymore, is it? still there. Is it? It's still there? Yep. Graduated from St. Anthony's right there. Kindergarten is eighth grade from right there. This is is like, you know, you're a Frisco native when you said Army Street. Yeah. Yeah. A.K.A. Cesar Chavez. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, Army. I'm like, and then you said Presidio Park. I'm like, oh, yes, I know exactly where it is. Army, bro. It's still Army Street. No, no, it's still Right in front of 2-6 projects you know yeah. right there but that's uh you know with that whole graffiti and skateboarding culture i feel like people sleep on san francisco as, as a hub for that but it was right like that, that was, was the whole a lot lifestyle. of people came to san francisco to do graffiti you know it was like sick it's a good place to be seen yeah you know i, I seen a lot of people like crush buses every bus i went on i i saw uh, a freaking Rosk or laser scan tag on the on the front of the bus, you know what I'm saying? Um, arm, BVD, up, all those just cover. I would see like people spray painting inside the bus. I'm like, damn, they must hit yards, you know? Like, mm-hmm. well, I need to hit the yards, but I never got to hit yards growing up. Really? Never. Hmm. I was too busy for some reason. Like, my boys were like, "Yo, meet meet up at the yards." I'm like. Ended up going to a party, you know what I'm saying? Chilling with some girls and my boys, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck doing graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> but you would do it, though. I would do it. Like, if I was on the bus, for sure, I would yeah. hit up a tag, for sure. But I'm not going to go and ruin my Saturday night or Friday night to go to a bus yards. Yeah. So how did you work on your craft, then? Was it all just writing in notebooks or whatever? It was just whatever? tagging on everything. Not just going to the yards, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The yards is a special thing. You have to go to the yards and, like, hopefully That's the security guards. commitment guard. right there. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not risking not going to school tomorrow. Because it would be, like, a Wednesday night. My boys would be like, yo, meet me in 2-4. We'll go to hit the yards right now. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk, though. Shout out to my Real boys. I wish, I wish I would have went, but that night they got caught. So glad I didn't go. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason for everything, mm-hmm. dude. There's a reason why I made it to this far. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Living in the war zone, you know where the war zone is down south the market. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It was like Filipinos against Filipinos. It was retarded. It was. <laughs> it was dumb. But it speak was, speak more to that because I, yeah, I yeah. was trying to get go, that go out earlier. That. Yeah. Soma. That people know now is not what the Soma that you grew up in is. Dude, check this out. Growing up, when I was, like, super young, I had just a bicycle and skateboard. I would go at the end of the block and talk to homeless people that just got kicked out of their house or just lost their home. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, ended up in the street, and they would end up down under the, uh, the bridge. And then I was always listening to what they'd be saying, you know? Like, man, don't get caught up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how you learn game. Like, it's don't talking get, to them. Don't get caught up. Yeah. That's why I was, you know, that song you asked me, what song would be a song that you would 
be, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, uh, what would you say? Connects would, with you. Connects with you would be like the ghetto. Yeah. Also, um, what do you call that? Rick James and mm-hmm. Busta. But Rick James, the original, the ghetto. Mm-hmm. He's talking the ghetto life, actually. He's talking about um, hanging out on corners, you know what I'm saying? Talking to the winos, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And singing on the corners, you know what I'm saying? Chilling with the fellas. Your environment, that's what you're Yeah. That's why, again, right when you started seeing it about Illmatic and Guru, I was like, I I know why that connects. It's because it's what you saw every day. That's what I saw every day. And, like, I felt like I've been to Brooklyn and South of Market back then was kind of like Brooklyn 6th Street Mm -hmm. was grimy. It's still grimy right now. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying back then it was like, it was grimy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fools had baggy jeans, wearing boots, looking like New York. You know, fools had guns, and it was a war zone. Wherever I went was a war zone, but it was crazy. I knew people from the war zone. Right. I knew soldiers from the war zone. I'm coming up just to go to school. I see fools holding down the block in the war zone, and those are my people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And so, like, rest in peace to all the, the soldiers out there, you know? Yep. I try to tell people if they want to know what San Francisco was like late 80s into early 90s, watch uh, New Jersey Drive. Hmm. That, that movie it is, it is, movie is like, very much like, you know, that downtown somewhere. Like it is kind of like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that in every hood. I, I, I know there's worse places like Chicago, like to... Fools are going buck over there, and like it's the way the mentality is too. Like the songs they they put out, the music they listen to, it's like that takes a, that, words are spells. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you you say you're great, you're gonna feel great. You know what I'm saying? If you say that you're whatever, it's gonna manifest. You know what I'm saying? Like words are powerful. That's why I choose to just be positive and not to, like, put people down, you know? I may be an asshole, but I'd rather be an asshole and be real. Like, hey, man, if you can't feel me, I'm being real with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm an asshole. Yeah. I don't care. You're, just, you know you're considered an asshole because you're not sugarcoating. You're, you're just like, I'm just being straight up. Dude. Yeah. You take it how it is. If you- I've been, like, when I was growing up, my parents were firm on me, you know what I'm right. saying? Like... I, why can't I be firm to my children to teach them a lesson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I wrong for that? You know? But I, I guess it's always the delivery. You it's know always about the delivery. It's always about the delivery. I I get into trouble because of my delivery. Yeah. You I know? Too. Man, I was the kid in the class facing the wall. Every day. Like... I was like This was at St. Anthony's? St. Anthony's Or at the office Yeah There's like a window Like where the stairs meet up People coming from lunch I'm right there at the window Like they're like What's up Al? I'll see you after school In trouble again huh? I'm in trouble <laughs> again I don't know why But I was always in the office You know what I'm saying? I, I just didn't like the teachers So after St. Anthony What was high school And uh, that life like? It was like I was a uh, Bird that's been caged for eight years and set free. Where, where'd you go to high school? I went to Jervison. Jervison High. Daly City. Yeah. John Madden High School. Yeah. Edwin Mulitalo. Mm-hmm. So you do that commute? You do that commute every day then? Because you were living down, you were living down I lived somewhere. on 9th right? Street and yeah. commuted to top to Daly City oh, every damn. day. Is there five, a, 5M, Sam Trans. 5M. Is there a reason you went all the way there? Huh? Is there a reason you went all the way to Jeff? My mom wouldn't want me to be at Mission. She didn't want me to go there. My mom didn't want me to go to Mission either. Because she knew all my friends were there. I'm like, great. I'm like, can I go to Mac? She was like, nope. Because my cousin Jams went there. Mm. And I'm like, oh, man. But I'm glad I went to Jeff. Yeah. Thankful. Learned a lot of stuff at Jeff. You know what I'm saying? Wood shop, auto shop, golf, you know. You still have wood shop and auto shop. Mm-hmm. Basketball and football, hanging out with the dudes that are that were raw in football. And you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. being around raw people be- makes you raw. Yeah. It's true. 
So whoever you surround yourself with, surround yourself with greats. That's right. Like, did I hear you say golf? So did you pick up golf when I you were in high school? I was in varsity team, yep. Really? Yep, 11th and uh, senior year. That Like, my teacher saw something. He was like, you should try golf. Because my teacher was a woodshop teacher, and he was a, a golf teacher. Because he's, he's all like, you know what? You need to go join my golf team. I'm like, for what? I'm like, I don't know nothing about golf. He's all, I'll teach you. I'm like, all right. And then after that, I loved it. Golf is a shit. Wait, what course did they have you guys play on when you were there? Yeah. I played at Lake Merced. I played at Olympic Club. I played at... Um, really? Olympic? Yeah. You had to play Olympic back then. California huh? Club. Nice. Um, Harding. Fleming, Harding. Yeah. Fleming. For, for those listening, fucking join the golf club just to play at Olympic and Harding, right? <laughs> and that's probably another reason why my teacher wanted to create a golf team so he could play <laughs> yeah, at those yeah, courses. Yeah. Smart. So I, I played at Half Moon Bay too, you know, by the beach right there. This is all in high school? This is all high school. That's pretty. Uh... So I played ter- against Terranova and like uh, Oceana, and those are my boys, right? We'd bring six packs. You know, <laughs> we're, we're like, yo, we're playing this Friday. Then. Do you, you still know, they, play? Yeah, I still play. Just fucking around, though. Yeah. I'm not like. I, I have my good days and bad yeah. days. But he, I like. Oh, it. see, we should go. I, I suck. It's, it's, it's fun. No, but it's when fun. you were in high school, you were probably shooting pretty low. Though. What were you shooting then? Hell no, I was, dude, I was still learning. Hmm. Golf is not an overnight thing. Yeah. This shit takes years. It's a lifelong thing. It's a what, lifelong what was, uh, thing, dude. What was your lowest score when you were there while you were playing? Fuck, dude. I was always double bogey. That's okay. Double bogey game, always. Yeah. Still, that's pretty decent, that's okay. considering when you, you it's just the pick average it up. of double bogey, you know? Yeah. Never got par when I was in high school. Maybe one time. I average an eight, bro. <laughs> Start calling him snowman. <laughs> I was making snow angels in Hawaii. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we said an eight-stroke count for him. We're like, we just stopped counting. Don't worry. I got nine before losing Oh, dude. I, I couldn't go past uh, eight because that was the call. Yeah, nine was like, you know what, dude? That's, that's Pick it up. Just put, just put eight. Just put eight. Yeah, they just I, man. I had a bunch of eights. I had uh, a bunch eight of is eights. great. Yeah. No. Okay. If you're having fun, that's the the main thing. Hey, they know it's, it's all for about me. Fun. It's all about having fun, man. Lone Tree is a fun course. Have you been to Lone Tree? Yeah, Lone Tree is nice. I like it. Too. I ran into bikes there. Antioch. Hmm. E bikes. Oh, what? The e motorcycles that you put your uh, your yeah. bag in between your legs. They have those in here. Full suspension e bikes. Dude, fun. For the I ain't gonna be golfing, man. Really? I'm just yeah. gonna be riding. Them. That's the so first that's time I ever seen. So that. That's why they got so expensive. I was trying to figure out why they jumped up in price so much. What was it before, dude? I used to be able to go 25? there for like thirty, maybe. Now it's what? 40? That's like on average. On average, it's like eighty-five now. Oh, for wow. one game? For one round? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it's that. those e bikes. expensive. So wait, they put your they put your bags on them, and then you just like ride around. No, you pick out a bike, and then you just put your bag. There's a little uh, basket in the like right in between your leg, and you're like you have the handlebar right there. It's, it's yeah, instead of a cart, if we instead go, of a cart, all I'm gonna be doing is a motorcycle. All I'm gonna be doing is cruising on that Talk bike. Like I just play two holes and ride the bike. Yeah. Yo, this shit is. I'm fun. Yeah, no, you know what? One, one on the handlebar, one one club. And I'm gonna just be now. If we go, you gotta walk that day. I got a picture. Dude. You got but where would you bike. nap? Huh? You where would you nap? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be napping. I, I'd be rolling and then just snagging the ball with the other hand. We should do that though, because <laughs> I like I like courses that do that because it gives another reason to go. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? no, we should go there next. Lone tree. Should. We'll take Al. Let's go next week. Let's go next Stuff, week, dude. We're gonna pick you up and then go straight there. Shit is fun, it's dude. Fun. You're right there, right? Ten minutes away. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down for that, actually. I've been. We, we got to play. Because the other one I was trying to take you guys to that had it is all the way in. Um, uh, Sack. Yeah, past Sack. Um, Oak Grove. No. What is that? What is that? At Folsom. Car- in Carmichael. Hmm. But let's uh, let's pivot real quick and uh, talk about Academy of Art. Academy of Art. Yeah. What what led you there? What led me to Academy of Art, man? Um, there was this guy named Eric that told me that I should go um, apply at Academy of Art. Eric Fructuoso, rest in peace. 
R.I.P. E. Just uh, celebrated. Yep. Yesterday was 12 years of his anniver- death anniversary. Um, cheers, E. Cheers, Love E. Love you. Miss you. Cheers. Huge influence. Soma, uh, he's a Soma legend yeah. right there. Soma legend. But um, I was on Natoma Street, 8th and Natoma, selling stuff that I should, shouldn't be selling, you know. Wasn't proud about it. That's why I let you, you know that song. I love my life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. That that song's like pretty much talks about my life. You know, wasn't proud about it. You know, that's what it, I had to do. So, um, he saw me in over there slanging whatever. He's all come, come with me to um, downtown really quick. I was like, for what? Let's just come down. Let's go take a walk. I have a joint with me. Let's go smoke. I'm like, all right, let's go. Walk downtown from 8th Street to Montgomery. And then... Um, then he took you on a walk. Took me on a walk. <laughs> That's a walk. That's a walk. <laughs> Those are San Francisco yeah. walks, yeah. too. That ain't just That's a walk. walk down the block. Yeah. yeah. That was, That's a walk, man. So That was a big-ass joint is what it was. <laughs> he had two joints. So, you know, walk down there. Um, went to... Went straight to the Academy of Art building on Montgomery. I'm like, what are we doing here, bud? So I need to check it out. Do it really quick. I think you'd be a good fit for it. You should get an application for it. I'm like, what? I ain't going to no school here. I'm like, fuck that. And so, no, just check it out. And then... Uh, so you were resisting at first. I was resisting. I'm like, I don't want to go to college, bud. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, You wanted to be in the streets. I just wanted to be in the streets, you know, because I'm making money. Well, yeah. what, did, what, did he, uh, what did he see? In you, because he see he see me doing graffiti, and he was into art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was into music. Um, he saw me like just a different type of kid that was artistic in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I had something I guess in me that a lot of other kids didn't have. You know, in the he didn't hood. want it to go to waste. He didn't want it to go to waste. This was this was Eric. Yeah, huh? Eric. Eric. Yeah. Hey, sh- shout out to him for mm-hmm. for bringing you there. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Probably that's one of the better story. walks in your life, it sounds oh, like. Oh, man, like, dude. That's, I always tell that story, like, why I ended up at Academy of Art. That's why, like, you know, I was always outside. He was always at West Bay. Right. And, you know, I would be visiting him every time, like, coming through the hood, you know, at West yeah. Bay. Yeah. You know, so right across the street from the Toma mm-hmm. back then, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, man, he he definitely. If without him, I wouldn't have not gone to that walk with him. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would have just be like, "Yo, man, I gotta do, I gotta go." You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm glad that uh, I did take his advice, and I got accepted right there. Just showed him a couple of pictures of my graffiti, whatever, some pieces that I've done back in the day. Learning that I know color and all that, I got accepted. Really well. Wow, man. So, from 94 till 99. Graduated in 99. Yeah. Yep. And that's awesome. Academy, R.I.P.E. Big E. Academy yeah, uh, of Art, I feel like it's slept on, but there's a lot of real ones that came out of there, though. Man, uh, Doug won. TMF. Another legend, graffiti mm-hmm. artist. He's one of my mentors. Um, TMF crew. He went to Jefferson High. He was the same classmate. I mean, same class as my cousin in Jefferson High. Um, what else? Hyde one. Do you know uh, Chris Gonzalez? Maybe by face. He owns Humble Beginnings Tattoo. Oh, okay. He owns that. Yeah, so he went to... The Academy one in Walnut Creek? Yep. He owns that, and he went to Academy of Art also. Oh, Graduated wow. with Hyde one, Dave Cho, the original Dave Cho. Mm-hmm. Original. The original from Hercules. Mm-hmm. He went to Academy of Art. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's all the people that I knew going there. But a lot of other people before me went there. But I just n- know of the ones that I worked with and know that they have a career right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a sense in going to Academy of Art that kind of your life would go down this path of like design and, and art, or was it more just like that kind of 
was a springboard to, it, it to try new things. You know, it was kind of like a. It was a re, it was like an art journey, definitely, because once you go into the campuses of Academy of Art, you see like art. You know what I'm saying? Like dope ass pieces by other people. You know, so um, I was there for art, like just design and art. You know, and. I've learned a lot from my students, you know, the students that were with me and the teachers, you know, because some people just want to go to school just to finish it because their parents told them to go to a college and finish it. But there's students there that wanted to really learn, you know, um, I really wanted to learn. So it was crazy. How did clothing come into the picture? Clothing, because um, through skateboarding. You know, I got influenced by looking at, like, clothing from the the, the, the skater clothes that I used to buy and stuff. Um, the designs on them, you know. Like, damn, that looks cool as a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I like that brand, you know. It, it started off with, like, having those types of, like, characters, kind of like OP and uh, Town and & Country and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That really like stuck to my head, and I kind of like, like damn, I like that streetwear stuff. But Mark Gonzalez was actually the first one to start streetwear with Vision Streetwear. There was this clothing called Vision Streetwear. Um, he was the first one to do clothing. Where's he from? Mark Gonzalez. He's from Los Angeles. Okay. He's one of the legends out there. Like, shout out Mark Gonzalez, man. Straight legend. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite skaters in the world, I would say. Did you feel having experienced that that skating culture, you know, getting to witness like the type of styles people had? Did you feel like you just had to introduce a bit of San Francisco into it? Um, with the stuff I'm doing now, mm-hmm. um, or even back then? Because back then you already um, got the style when you're in San Francisco. You're already kind of like that style of San Francisco, whatever, the way that, through graffiti, I'm just saying, like, the way the letters are, the way people tag, Mm -hmm. there's a certain look of San Francisco. Kind of like that one flow type of um, letter type. That was kind of like that Frisco flow, you know? That was uh, Bay Area, like, basically Bay Area style. So, um... Not unless you started looking at some New York styles, you know, different tag styles. That's how um, it changed after a while, you know? Yeah. From that one flow, quick scribble just to get up mm-hmm. to that, like, damn, I need to make, I need to take my time to write, you know, to make it look fresh and mm-hmm. dope. Like, it takes a while, you know what I'm saying? For you to have that time and, you know, knowledge of wanting to take your time, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to get up and just, don't even care but I always wanted to make sure my tags look dope yeah you know cause that's your signature yeah right I'm always all about letters too I like letters right how people do their letters there's some dope ass artists out there man I, I, I mean even back then I felt like there are two types of graffiti mm-hmm. there was the artist the artistic type of graffiti and there was the type that just wanted to cross yours out right yours over you know what I mean two types to me yeah, there's three types. Oh, there's three. a dope artist, there's one that always hated, and there's one that was fucking mistaken. Was that? Yeah. yeah. I would say, like, mistaken, kind of like the ultra underground dude that mm. never got the recognition, you know what I'm saying? Mm. There's the other guy that's always going to excel, there's always a guy that's always going to hate on the people that excel. And there was always a rebel that just does his own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So which camp did you fall in? I did my own thing. <laughs> Actually, I was, I'm was. i part of a crew, though. Shout out to ICP and FSC. Mm-hmm. You know, those are my crew. Salute. Um, I was the crew by myself back in the day, though. Just by myself in high school. Um, called ITM. I'm the Magnificent. That was what I was just hitting up. Sketch ITM because I didn't want to be part of no crew, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to hit by myself. No crew politics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Is that kind, so, of a, is that kind of a big deal, though? Like, you know, because 
I would assume you kind of had to be in the crew, though. I was in the crew, but then when there's a lot of, like, um, politics in the crew and, like, people trying to have you take sides, I I wasn't down with that. So, you know what, dude? I don't want to deal with this. I just want to do my thing, you know? So, that's what I did. Just did my own thing until, you know, I got to another chapter of my life being an ICP and... You know, doing FSC because uh, when you're growing up doing graffiti, you just don't get that style right away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I learned kind of late in my life, so I learned a lot of hand styles and a lot of letters from my peers. You know, shout out to the ones that mentored me about style. You know, um, there's so many people that I want to name, but. If I was to name one, I'll name the guy that passed on Cyro one. Rest in peace. He taught me a lot. Um, his family taught me a lot. His he's a Bay, uh, Bay Area legend, Berkeley, Oakland. His dad was a famous sculptor of the century, like ultra crazy famous. Like we didn't even know growing up. Um, he built us like ramps and stuff inside the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Really. Had the very first fantasy factory ever made, like, in, like, nobody ever had that type of warehouse back then, you know? Woodward came after, you know what I'm saying? Like, this fool, his dad had, like, contractors building professional ramps inside the warehouse. His dad was a famous sculptor, right? So he had, like, big-ass space in his warehouse, and his dad bought an old mayonnaise factory, it was like a block long, like it was. This was in Berkeley, you said. In Berkeley, Berkeley slash Oakland, it was like on the verge of Oakland. Yeah, right there on Adeline. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So really, was a fantasy factory then? Way Straight before, uh, way before way Rob Deere. Fam- famous artists and s- skaters went to that warehouse. Famous names that are still now, you know, still famous now, went to that that warehouse. Mm-hmm. The dome. It's called the dome. And yeah, and you were just going because your boy was. My boy Cyro, yeah. we smoked weed, we skated, you know. That's all. We did graffiti, you know. We were actually doing graffiti while we skated in there. It was crazy. It was like somewhere that we could be at night yeah, and do our craft. And their parents were act, uh, they're actually famous artists encouraging us to do art. Not knowing that, you know what I'm saying? Like they let us spraying their shit crazy do you still skate i push around i'm not doing yeah. any tricks anymore like really still ollie i think i still do a kickflip <laughs> that's dope that's good kickflip so when you're not skating now what, what did you transition to after skating all my skater boys that skated up here went to biking we all ride mountain bikes now more of a dangerous freaking sport. When when did you start getting into that? Like uh, mountain biking? Seriously, probably 2014. Hmm. But before then, I was just riding BMX bikes. You know, eighth grade, I was already riding BMX freestyling already. Seventh grade, I was riding BMX bikes already. Like trying to be good, riding ramps already. You know. Um, that led me to doing all this stuff now. So it's kind of like an escape to be creative. You know? Were you skating or biking to uh, Soma Wreck? Both. Yeah, I, I, you were always on something. <laughs> I was always on something. Yeah. I, 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 remember. I didn't have a car. Right, right. But, you know? Actually, I mean, because all of us would walk, right? But yeah. you always had either a board or a bike with always, you. Always, because it's faster skating than walking. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I mean, you didn't, you didn't really need a car to live in San Francisco. No, no, I it, lived it four blocks you. away. Wait, Sixth Street. Yeah, I lived three and a half blocks away from the wreck. Yeah, long. But yeah, walks. but those, yeah, I know that's the thing. That's why we were talking about those that walk. Those are long walks. Those are long walks. Yeah, those blocks uh, in the city. One push of a skateboard is like ten steps or twelve. <laughs> think about um, think about like how uh, OGs figured it out, like uh, like Fitzroy Menace. Rest in I mean, peace. Rest in peace. But yeah. think about his ride. I do ride from Daly City. You know what? See on Portola. That's crazy. You say that. The last ride was when he took a ride with me. We rode mountain bikes. 
we went to um you know where cat's eye is yeah to um land's end dude i remember that ride that was like the last time i rode with him damn Fuck. and then yeah fitz used to ride all the time too here this fucking news when i was camping i'm like no way shit fucking sucks rest mm-hmm. in peace fitzroy that's my R. brother R. right Fitz. there menace one kgm I feel like he was one of the first dudes uh, I saw that was actually that took that bike riding to that was his lifestyle. Yeah, right. Because this dude would he he'd line up at War Memorial because you know he played basketball too. He'd line up there at like the the morning run at 10 a.m. I was a senior, so I should have been in school, but you know, <laughs> I wasn't everywhere. You went to Sorry, you know? I went to Lowell. Oh, Lowell. But. Uh, you know, you'd see him pull up with his bike, and you'd be like, "Dude, where'd you come from?" He'd be like, "I rode from City College." You'd be like, "Bro, you rode from City College, and now you're about to play two hours of basketball." You didn't hear that back then. You know what I mean? Stamina right there, this yeah. man. He, he, he got abs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Menace, dude. Bike. He was at every party that I went to. Every party. You didn't know him. Every party. The last when I went to the Supreme opening in San Francisco, we were there together. We actually saw each other there. Yeah. What? I actually... <laughs> I should have said, but that's what I called him the last time, like the uh, last few times I saw him. I called him a professional city college student. <laughs> that dude... <laughs> like, you think about the city college, you know, you trying to get out of there. I swear he had been there for like... He maxed it out. Damn. So you knew my boy Henry too, huh? Henry, what's his last name? Henry Browning, that he passed away. He went to City College too. Dude, I mean, there's a few of them, but he was when I used to see him a lot. It was mostly because he was just riding to a to a open gym or you know whatever. Fitz played hoops. Yeah, he played yeah. hoop. Fitz played hoops. And then I hooped with Fitz a lot. And then, like you said, you see him. Yeah. Then you'd see him at like DV8 or wherever yeah. that mm-hmm. same Friday. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I would hoop with Fitz at Aptis. Lowell, um, at war. Damn, man. Yeah. On my bike, there's a big old menace sticker on my bike right now. The bike that I ride, like, last night I rode it. Menace right there on my top bar. Damn. Always think about my boy Menace, dude. Fitz was the coolest, man. Yeah. If if y'all knew Fitz, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's my boy. Those are the type of dudes that I surrounded myself with. Those are the yeah. dudes that street legends, you know what I'm saying? Like that knew about the city, like knew every little thing about, I don't know, man, style and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Salute to those legends. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of style, what was your first break into into clothing? My first break? What do you mean? Like the first time like I've done clothing? Yeah, like what? Because you were, you helped with Diamond Supply, right? Yes. So, was there anything before that? Before that, I was doing this thing called Idol, I D O L. It was a clothing brand before. Um, then after that, it was Diamond. Idol before it was called In Demand of Love. Hmm. That's what it meant. Yeah. I did it back in the day, and then I went to college, and then didn't do it, you know, and then just started doing, like, the diamond stuff and skateboard graphics. But how did that come about, the whole diamond stuff? Um, When I was going to art school, like, you know, starting to mess with art and design and stuff, um, I was a sophomore in college when I did diamond. Mm-hmm. Did you did you know at the time or have a feeling that was going to blow up the way it did? Um, you know, at the time you don't really know if it was going to blow up or not, but it had potential because my boy was going to invest in us already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We knew we were going to blow up, so um, Nick took it to the next level. So that's that was a good thing. Yeah. Who was it that invested in you guys? Oh, my boy Henry that passed away. He. He was going to invest, but he got killed. He got oh. murdered. Um, then Nick just started doing it himself, and I went to school. 
this was 97, you know. He's like, Al, go move to L.A. with me. I'm like, man, I can't move to L.A. I just had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not moving to L.A. So um, he started, he kept doing it. And then I went to school. I'm just stuck with school. That guy still gives you credit for uh, helping him out with that, right? Oh, for sure. That's my that's my son's godfather. Yeah, Adrian's godfather. I know. He used to work at the uh, the, diamond the shop. Store. The shop on yeah, yeah. But after after Diamond, then you uh, you were with uh, Cookies. After Diamond, it was Cookies. Yep, because um, Burner and Wiz and them they were sponsored by Diamond, and. Um, Burner wanted to know who did the diamond stuff, and it led to me and stuff, you know. And um, he had uh, my boy Maxwell Smart uh, holler at me, and, like gave me, uh, gave Burn my number, and then he called me up and met him at the Hemp Center on Geary Street. Then from then on, we just sparked it off, did cookies, you know. Mm-hmm. I started. We did the very first. Sweater. I pressed up the very first cookie sweater mm. out of my boy's garage in Westlake. You know? Yeah, that's dope. It's dope that, you know, a lot of people, you're sitting here right now, and a lot of people that, you know, were into Diamond, even cookies, this is grassroots shit that they're mm-hmm. hearing right now. You know what I mean? Straight grassroots, you know, straight, um, just natural, you know what I'm saying? Vibe style. Mm. You know, whatever we feel like making, you know? Right. Um, I feel like I have a responsibility for that whole thing right now, you know, so um, I'm going to keep feeding them with my knowledge and what I, you know, built my style to be as of now. So I'm going to keep showing um, little by little to to progress, you know what I'm saying? It's all all progression, you know, like I'm starting off with the very basics right now, you know, basic, basic and... um, I, there's a level of complexity uh, complexity I want to do on this brand. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. From running all the courts, SF to the town. Dad pause, now we just running our mouths. Barbershop talk, rocking the spot. Got you thinking these opinions all coming in hot. Lifelong bond has the convos flow. Time just goes, constant growth. Straight from the base, spreading knowledge and laughs. Listen up, show love, homie, it's the second half.